Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo. You're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Greetings wherever you find yourself today. The weather has been improving, so many will be turning their thoughts to some outdoor amateur radio activity, whether that be finding a local open space and putting up a temporary antenna, or going mobile along the country roads to activate your Worked All Britain squares. Worked All Britain is a personal awards scheme in which the principal idea is to speak to fellow hams in every 10 kilometre square of the United Kingdom, as according to the Ordnance Survey mapping system. Some squares are easy to collect, as there are many hams living within them, for example Greater Manchester, but other squares are much more rare, because they're out in the wilds with no active hams unless someone decides to drive along some dirt tracks or climb the mountains. Anyway, I shall be polishing off my portable and mobile antennas in the hope that they've survived the winter. There is so much information out there about Russia's continued savage attack on Ukraine. The effects of this aggression have rippled around the globe, and the communications world is as affected as any other. Major organisations are moving to exclude the Russian Federation and Belarus. On March the 17th, the European Conference of Postal and Telecommunications, better known as CEPT, announced the indefinite suspension of Russia and Belarus following the invasion of Ukraine. The CEPT was formed in 1959 to coordinate European state communications and postal services. Part of its work includes harmonising the standard of amateur radio examinations and licences within Europe. There are 400,000 radio amateurs located in CEPT countries, including Ukraine, Russia and Belarus. The CEPT announcement said that based on a request from a number of CEPT members, the CEPT presidency carried out a written procedure in accordance with the CEPT arrangement on the proposal to suspend indefinitely and with immediate effect the memberships of the Russian Federation and Belarus. 34 responses were received to the CEPT assembly letter in support of the proposal and one abstention. Based on this, the CEPT Assembly has therefore decided to suspend indefinitely the memberships of the Russian Federation and Belarus. The suspension of the said CEPT members took effect as from midnight Central European time on the 18th of March 2022. Any future readmission to the CEPT would follow the usual rules established in the CEPT arrangement, notably the need for a two-thirds majority of members of the CEPT to endorse such a decision. 
The CEPT presidency requested the office to take all necessary measures in order to set in place these decisions. And there's more in the news section at cept.org. And in Poland, there has been an announcement from the SPDX Contest Committee, who said that after careful consideration, together with the Polish Amateur Radio Union, the PZK, and the SPDX Club, they've decided to cancel the 2022 SPDX Contest. Since the start of the war in Ukraine, Poland has accepted nearly 2 million refugees to date, as a direct result of Russian aggression towards their neighbouring country. This is an unprecedented event in Europe and has resulted in the greatest migration crisis in Europe since World War II. Polish people are deeply engaged in all forms of humanitarian assistance. Polish radio amateurs are giving shelter to Ukrainian refugees in their homes and offering their help and services in every way possible. Under these extraordinary circumstances, the SPDX Contest Committee felt it was most appropriate to cancel the SPDX Contest this year. There's more at spdxcontest.pzk.org.pl Our world is filling up with devices that radiate. As we demand communications and internet, even when on the move, the background infrastructure is becoming ever more comprehensive and complex. A typical tall building is likely to have a range of antennas, all radiating away, whether it be mobile phone cells, wide area internet provision, or private communication links. When you stand on that rooftop, you are being exposed to some high-power electromagnetic radiation. So it is only right that such exposure is properly risk-assessed. Over in ERA, a lecture on this subject will shortly take place, and it's likely to be a sobering look at the burgeoning radio frequency environment and the risks posed to professionals and public alike who are close to so many transmitting devices. Jeffrey, Echo India 7 India Romeo Bravo, informs us that the Fire and Safety Division of the organisation Engineers Island is presenting a talk by Dermid Moran, titled Radio Frequency Safety, Including 5G Rooftop Base Stations. Dermid is a Project Supervision Design Process Specialist and a Chartered Engineer. He has prepared major emergency quality and project safety plans for the transport, utility and marine sectors and has 30 years' experience in environment, health and safety quality management. Digital, wireless and mobile services require a range of connectivity and networking solutions. One of the key items of infrastructure is the mobile or cellular radio base station. As voice and data have evolved through GSM, 3G, 4G and now the likes of 5G, Wi-Fi and mesh networks, radio frequency power and variety has increased along with the level of infrastructure. This talk might be of interest to radio amateurs as the presentation reviews and explores the safety requirements and standards applicable to rooftop base stations and antenna structures. Examples of hazard identification and risk controls for occupational and public exposure to electromagnetic fields and radio frequency safety will also be discussed. The presentation will take place on the Zoom platform and is scheduled for Thursday the 24th of March 2022 at 7pm and it will be possible to view it retrospectively. To book a free place for the live event, please visit the website www.engineersireland.ie and navigate to event number 7969. 
A few episodes back, we told you about ye old hurdy-gurdy radio museum in Ireland. News comes our way that the Irish Radio Transmitter Society has been informed that some of the information about the museum's future in the Irish broadcast media was not correctly represented. So we're only too glad to clarify the situation. Tony, Echo India 5, Echo Mike, has informed the Irish Radio Transmitters Society that contrary to information erroneously stated on a recent radio programme, ye old hurdy-gurdy museum of vintage radio is not closing down and in fact will be reopening at weekends starting in April. It's located at the Martello Tower in Howth, Ireland. It was also erroneously stated that the contents of the museum were being auctioned off. While the private collection of the late Pat Herbert was auctioned recently, nothing from the display in the museum was affected, as this separate collection is Pat's legacy for generations to come. The Health Martello Radio Group will be taking part in International Marconi Day on the 23rd of April, using the callsign Echo India Zero Mike Alpha Romeo, and visitors are very welcome to come along and operate the club station. In preparation for International Marconi Day, Tony, Echo India 5, Echo Mike, and Joe, Echo India 2, Juliet Zulu, installed a new HF X80 antenna on the roof of the Martello Tower in Howth. This was purchased with the help of a grant from the IRTS Promote Amateur Radio Fund. Antennas at this exposed location suffer from extreme weather conditions and need to be replaced every few years. The museum will never be the same again without Pat, but his fellow radio amateurs will keep it going in his honour and they know that his spirit will always be present within the Martello Tower, along with that of Lee DeForest, who demonstrated his wireless telegraphy system there in 1903. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.